Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. Well, it has been a little while since we last got on the podcast here to talk stocks. I was in Hawaii there for a while and then also in Mexico, but I've also been taking some time to think about where I want this podcast to go in the coming months and years. As I reflected, I thought, you know, I built this podcast initially to cover something I thought was a gap in the market, which was the idea that someone driving to work or listening to audio in the morning could get an update on what's happening in the market, and not just at a superficial level, but also what's happening with individual stock news and other asset classes as well, from commodities to bonds, etc. I think I've done a pretty good job of covering that stuff, but honestly, I think the market for that is pretty small, and I think a broader audience wants to hear about specific stocks, stock deep dives on things that are a little bit more long-term focused rather than the day-to-day minutiae. And then I'll also still cover news and various things happening in markets, but maybe on a less frequent basis. So for instance, during earnings season, perhaps instead of covering 20 earnings releases on a given day, I might do a summary of some of the major moves due to earnings at the end of the week, for instance. So that's how I think I may tackle things going forward. But let me know if you have any feedback on that. Let me know if you've been finding any particular things valuable as we move forward. But beyond that, today we have a big Fed meeting. The Fed will likely decide to raise interest rates 50 basis points. That's the expectation from the market anyway. That will bring the Fed funds rate up above 4%. And the market does think that the Fed could start to soften its rate hikes going into 2023. Some market participants even believe that rate hikes could be over by early 2023. I'm actually in that camp. I think the Fed isn't really going to go beyond, say, 4.5%, maybe 4 and three quarters percent on the federal funds rate for a variety of reasons. And one of the most significant reasons is that recession could be a real problem in 2023. In fact, the bond market is very worried about recession. We have one of the most inverted yield curves judged by the 10-year yield minus the three-month yield on government bonds. That is currently at negative 0.83%, one of the steepest yield curve inversions we've had in a long time. And that can often precede recession. So the bond market is concerned that we're going to be headed into a more deflationary environment in the years ahead, even though we've been coming off a very highly inflationary environment. Now, a key piece of news came out yesterday with the CPI reading for the month of November that showed that inflation did slow to about 7.1%. That was slightly below expectations. And that number was continuing the trend of the last several months. Now we're still at a very high elevated level of inflation, obviously, with a 7.1% rate. But that is down significantly from the 9% plus that we saw during the, the summer time frame. So we do see a downward trend. And now expectations have the rate of inflation on CPI by next summer being at under 4%. And that would be good progress. Obviously, that's what the Fed wants to see. However, now the key question is whether or not the damage has already been done by the Fed's aggressive monetary policy, and if we'll end up in a recession in 2023, that would be a scenario where corporate earnings could get hit significantly, and therefore the stock indices could still have a significant amount of downside. Will that happen, or will we get a soft landing? It's hard to say. I can see reasonable probabilities on both sides. Now, the bond market with its inverted yield curve does suggest that it believes more in the recession probability. The stock market, however, is still holding up relatively well. The S&P 500 is currently trading just above its 200-day moving average, which is a 
technically a good sign, and it's also trading at a relatively healthy multiple of forward earnings estimates. As it stands today, the aggregate earnings estimate for the S&P 500 next year is 225, which would be about 5% growth year over year. So again, that doesn't suggest recession broadly, and that means the forward multiple would be about 18 times. That's a multiple that's on the high side relative to history. One thing worth noting here as well is that Wall Street analysts do tend to be overly optimistic about earnings estimates. So I would expect the earnings numbers to be below that when we actually get into 2023, especially in the early part of 2023. Even if we get a soft landing, I think earnings growth is going to be tough for a lot of companies in the index. So I'm going to take the under on the earnings estimate currently, and that means the index is actually trading at an even higher implied multiple of next year's earnings. So I do find stocks in aggregate to be a little bit expensive here, and the risk reward tilted a little bit more to the bearish side. But that doesn't mean I don't own stocks and still want to buy stocks that I think are starting to get to reasonable levels. And there's certain areas that I think are really washed out where there could be a lot of good opportunities to buy during the recessionary time frame. In fact, looking at some of the early gainers and losers today, one of the areas that I'm interested in is on the board here under the loser column, the cannabis sector. And if you look at something like the MSOS ETF, you can see broadly down almost 4% today. That is making a new 52-week low, and the sentiment is just washed out in cannabis stocks. I mean, we were looking for catalysts like the Safe Banking Act potentially getting passed at the federal level. That didn't happen, so investors are very unenthusiastic. But this is the time when I think really good bargains are there to be had, and when sentiment is at its worst is usually when it's time to buy, even when it feels like you're the only one out there doing it. So that's an area where I am looking to potentially make my position size bigger and buy into the weakness because I do think the future is bright on a longer-term time frame for a lot of the cannabis stocks. It's, again, a really difficult time for the sector, and could it make lower lows for sure, especially with the lack of federal legislation catalysts. But nonetheless, I think the prices are really starting to get to intriguing levels from a risk-reward perspective. Looking through some of the other gainers and losers today, on the loser side, we do see Petrobras, the Brazilian oil conglomerate, down 11% today. That's also hitting a new multi-month low. That stock is down because of changes in the Brazilian government. The leftist government has come to power, and they could be looking to place pricing pressure on Petrobras and essentially use the company as the government's piggy bank, at least to some extent. They could be using it as a way to fund social programs or to reduce prices at the pump for consumers. And so that will pressure profitability at Petrobras, although there are some limitations given the structure of the government and the structure of the laws there as to how much they can loot Petrobras. But investors have gotten pretty sour on Petrobras overall, and it's trading for like two times earnings estimates. Now, I think it'll end up being a little bit more expensive than that next year because earnings estimates are going to come down due to the government actions. But nonetheless, it's one of the cheapest stocks you can find in the oil and gas sector for a company that has been relatively well run over the last couple years at least. But there is a lot of geopolitical risk and local political risk there to Petrobras. So I haven't bought any yet, but it's definitely one where I think it might be time to sharpen the pencil and start doing some work to figure out where the risk reward might really make sense for this one and where I think earnings are ultimately going to go over the next few years for that company. Turning to the gainer side, we see a couple of big gainers like SoFi, which is up 7% today. That stock has been plumbing new lows recently, but the CEO, Anthony Noto, recently bought $5 million worth of stock in the open market in early December. So that stock is reacting positively today. And then Carvana up 11%, among a handful of 
high beta volatile stocks that are up today in anticipation of possibly a dovish Fed announcement, which could really juice the market a little more here. So a lot of risk on stocks are showing a little bit of strength here early. They also showed strength yesterday after that lower CPI report. So it'll be interesting to see how those track for the rest of the day after the Fed meeting. Looking at commodities, it's a relatively quiet day overall, but crude oil is up almost 3% in anticipation perhaps also of a dovish Fed, although crude oil has been a relatively weak performer in the past couple of months as worries of recession in 2023 rise in the commodities market. Although silver has been pretty strong, silver's up 1% today, but it's up like 25% in the past three months. It's staged quite the comeback rally year to date. As investors get excited about the dollar peaking, the dollar has weakened against other major currencies in recent weeks. And also the fact that interest rates could be near their peak and maybe slated to come down if we do get a recession next year. So that would help precious metals as well. On the government bond side, it is a relatively quiet day overall there, although we may get some more volatility after the Fed meeting and rates start to move around to adjust to Fed language. So that will be important to watch. Well, that about wraps us up for today, everyone. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about the implications post-Fed meeting and anything else happening in markets. Until then, I hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. I will see you all tomorrow. Cheers. 